you've got a big lap offering. And if this is your first time at the feast, you know, I pray that you know, God will speak to you, God will embrace you. You receive God's blessing, God's favor, God's miracle. Amen. So just open up your arms, open up your, your self, your body, and just do this posture of receiving right now with me and say it with me. I receive God's love. I receive a miracle. I receive mercy. I receive forgiveness. I receive goodness. Amen. So we've got a big lap offering. Today, as Christmas enters, it's the second to the last feast of the year, and I just pray that, you know, you receive God's love today. Amen? And that a miracle is coming in your life. And talk today is, is very powerful. It's still Matthew and preparation of birth of the king. We're going to talk about God's history, Jesus' history. So it's amazing. Are you ready? In the name of the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Today, I receive all of God's love for me. Today, I open myself to the unbounded, limitless, overflowing abundance of God's universe. Today, I open myself to God's blessings, healing, and miracles. Today, I open myself to God's word so that I become more like Jesus every day. Today, I proclaim that I am God's beloved. I am God's servant. I am God's powerful champion. And because I am blessed, I am blessing the world. person beside you that God knows your story and your story belongs to God. You know, uh, a few years ago when we were newly married, uh, my family and I went to, to Baguio and so there were two cars, we were in the was already married. And so we had to use two cars. So we were leaving this um, hotel resort place and so, John, before we left, nag-CR siya, my, my brother, my younger brother. So, because two cars, my parents thought that he was with us, kami ng asawa ko and ni Gray. And we thought because, you know, he, he's not my son, he was with my parents. And um, so, we left, we were driving, and siguro akala ni John nagmamasya lang kami kasi malaking lugar. So, nagmamasya lang din siya. And we were just driving, magka-convoy pa kami ng parents ko. Until, you know, somebody was calling us, ano ba to? I, th- I thought, namimilit siya nung restaurant na kakainin namin, kaya siya tumatawag. And that's when we realized, finally answered, Kuya, asan na kayo? Sa kotse. Sila mami. Sa kotse din. Oh. Ako wala sa kotse. Naiwan pa siya sa pinuntahan namin. And so we had to, so we were about 10 to 15 minutes away. And what did we do? Binalikan namin siya 10 to 15 minutes na naman. Yan, buti naman, hindi siya umiiyak. And basically, nakalimutan namin siya. <laughs> oh. 
Nakalimutan ka na ba? Sakit, di ba? And why am I saying this? Because masama po kami pamilya, masyado kami assuming. And I'm saying this because, you know what? Your name, your story, your situation, God knows it. He remembers it clearly. God knows every part of your life and you belong to God. No matter how dirty, shameful, or you know, black your story, you think your story is, in the eyes of God, it's beautiful. Look at the person beside you, sabihan mo siya, you're beautiful. We're gonna, we're gonna read the next part of Matthew. It's Matthew chapter 1, verse 2 to 17. So please hang with me. It's a bit long, but it's very powerful. It's a genealogy of Jesus Christ. Abraham became the father of Isaac. Matthew 7, okay. <laughs> and the, the father of Jacob. Jacob, the father of Judah and his brothers. Judah became the father of Perez and Zerah, whose mother was Tamar. Perez became the father of Hezron. Hezron, the father of Ram. Ram, the father of Aminadab. Aminadab became the father of Nashon. Nashon, the father of Salmon. Salmon, the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab. Boaz became the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth. Obed became the father of Jesse. Jesse, the father of David the king. David became the father of Solomon, whose mother had been the wife of Uriah. Solomon became the father of Rehoboam. Rehoboam, the father of Abijah. Abijah, the father of Asaph. Asaph became the father of Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat, the father of Joram. Joram, the father of Uzziah. Lang, guys. Uzziah became the father of Jotham. Jotham, the father of Ahaz. Ahaz, the father of Hezekiah. Hezekiah became the father of Manasseh. Manasseh, the father of Amos. Amos, the father of Josiah. Konti na lang. Six verses. Josiah became the father of Jeconiah and his brothers at the time of the Babylonian exile. After the Babylonian exile, Jeconiah became the father of Shealtiel. Shealtiel, the father of Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel, the father of Abiud. Abiud became the father of Eliakim. Eliakim, the father of Azor. Azor, the father of Zadok. Zadok became the father of Akim. Akim, the father of Iliud. Iliud, the father of Eleazar. Eleazar became the father of Mathan. Mathan became the father of Jacob. Jacob, the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary. Of her was born Jesus, who is called the Messiah. Thus, the total number of generations from Abraham to David is 14 generations. And from David to the Babylonian exile, 14 generations. From the Babylonian exile to the Messiah, 14 generations. Hindi po mahaba, no? Konti lang. You know, every story matters. For the last few decades, did you know that the biggest cause of death is stress? You know, heart, cancer, all of that. But in 2018, nagbago na. Do you know what's the leading cause of death last year? Ask me what? 
one more time, ask me what? Abortion. Just in one year, 2018, 41 million kids died because of abortion. You know, I have friends, you know, uh, Paul, Ina, Nico, Carol, a lot of friends who had miscarriages. And may years na lumampas, pero nakikita ko every time na isip nila anak nila that, you know, had a miscarriage, the pain is still there. And we believe that the pain will always be there. Bakit? Anak nila yun. Do you agree? For every parent who had a miscarriage, it will always be painful. Kaya hindi ko makonect sa utak ko, how can abortion happen that you're allowing your kid? You know, for example, it's another reflection. Um, you know, Pink, the fundraising that we will have on uh, on Friday, you know, the bill was 2.5 million, is 2.5 million and rising and all the cost and the kid, you know, many times naging delikado but the family was fighting and it's like, bakit? Bakit nila ginagawa to? Bakit sila gagastos, sacrifice and all of that? Ask me why. Because every life matters. Because God knows every name. God knows every life is important, is powerful. Do you agree? That's why for every, you know, I honor all the single moms who decided to give life to their kids. All the parents who struggling to give life, to raise their children, because every life matters. And your life matters to God. Tell the person beside you, your life matters to God. So that's why we had the genealogy, to explain that God's story is important. It was all preparing for the one big thing. Ask me what? That Ma- for Matthew, the big picture is Jesus. That He is the start and end. Jesus is the climax of the most beautiful story ever told. And the story is not done yet. So it's your turn. God's story continues with you. That you, because you live, because you have breath, because you woke up this morning and you will sleep tonight and you wake up tomorrow, you have a purpose. You are a child of God. That you are wonderful. That your name matters. That in God's book, God's life, in God's story, you have a place. So stop telling yourself, I'm not, you know, start telling yourself, I'm not a rejection. I'm not a failure. I'm not stupid. I'm not poor. I'm a child of God. I'm blessed and highly favored. So before we pray, will you say yes to be part of the greatest story ever told. Father, I am blessed. We are all blessed. And our story is not yet done. A new chapter is beginning. A chapter of hope, of rising up, of greatness, of goodness, of miracles. Lord, I let go of the sins of the past. A new chapter is beginning for your glory. I'm not dead, so I am not done. For your glory, Lord, I will live my best life ahead. 
Jesus' name. got a big clap offering. Please take your seats. Amen. Are you blessed? So how do you read the Bible? The Bible is, according to BibleProject.com, is very simple. It is one unified story about Jesus Christ. Let me give an example. Can you say Genesis chapter 1, verse 1? And can you say Revelation 22, verse 5? So Genesis is the start of the Bible. And the last verse in the Bible is Revelation 22, verse 5. Why is this very important? Because in Genesis 1, verse 1, it says, In the beginning. And Genesis, and sorry, Revelation chapter 22, verse 5 ends with this. And they will reign forever and ever. Amen. In the beginning, and they will reign forever and ever. What does that mean? It's one whole story. It's not a story of punishment, of anger, of weakness. No. The whole Bible is a love story of God and us. Tell the person beside you, God loves you. What does Bible mean? Bible means library. Let me give you an example. In 2008, who watched Iron Man? I did. I loved it. And then what came next? Iron Man 2. And then what came next? Thor, right? So I, w- I became initially an MCU fan. And then, si Captain America. And what was all the strings that made them together? Nick Fury. Because Nick Fury, wait, wala namang spoiler, di ba? I'm sure, uh, okay. If I am spoiling anything, please forgive me. So, then in 2012, Avengers came, and then all the next movies came up to um, 2008. Until today, there have been 23 Marvel movies. In the next year, 2020 onwards, there will be nine more movies and so on and so forth. The MCU movies, like Iron Man, maganda siya. Thor, my, my favorite is Thor Ragnarok. And um, you can watch them all separately and, and appreciate it. Agree? But if you watch everything together, parang yung experience magiging five times better because you understand the whole story and the nerdiness. Am I making sense? And that's it. The whole Bible is like the MCU all culminating to Jesus and the story of Jesus continues today. It's one beautiful story and you're part of it. Why? Because Jesus died for you. Tell the person beside you, Jesus died for you. You know, so Matthew was writing to Jews and he was telling the Jews, you know, this guy is the king. This is the hero we've all been waiting for. The Israelites were you know, um, what do you call this? Na imprisoned sila for 800 years, na colonized sila, and they were waiting for their hero. Why? Because, you know, he was the Jew. Let me give you an example. Who was watching the SEA Games? 
All right, give, let's give the Philippines a big hand. We win this one. Yeah. And the other day, this guy, um, Roger Kasugai, he was going to win, you know, gold for surfing. But he saw his competitor, his competition, um, an Indonesian guy, natanggal yung lock ng, um, ng leg niya dun sa surfboard and he was fo- he fell. So, importante yun kasi para hindi siya malunod. But because natanggal, he was the, thro- the waves were throwing him everywhere and he could have died. What did Roger do? Pinanood lang niya, okay. No. He stopped the race. He was supposed to win gold. Instead, he went back to save his competition. And now, you know, the Philippines, um, Sea Games, everyone was, is calling him a hero. Right? Because for us, he's a hero. And, and, and it's amazing. Every time, di ba, pag Pilipino may ginawang tama, nakaka-proud. Do you agree? And that's what Jesus was doing. Just who Jesus was. He was a Jew that everyone knew, welcomed, and they looked up to. He was their hero, but not just a hero. He was the Messiah, the God, the one that they've been waiting for. And why is this powerful? I need to explain that God is so big. You just imagine how God, how big God is, yes? Yes? And that big, humongous, magnanimous, amazing God knows you. Your story is written on the palm of His hands. Every time you've cried, you've, you know, heartbroken, that you failed, you made a mistake, God knows it and God cares about it. And I'm preaching this. To tell you that you are part of God's story. That your life that you think is unamazing, unwonderful, God sees it as amazing. God sees you as wonderful. God sees you as gifted. God sees you as anointed. God doesn't see the wrinkles. God doesn't see your love handle. God doesn't see the bank account. God sees you. God knows you. God cares about you. So how do we read the Bible, especially at this group? So you have to respect the intention of the human author. What am I saying? Matthew, when he was writing this, hindi siya nagbibigay ng history. No. Matthew was explaining a message. Are you ready? Say, I'm ready. Alright. So first question we need to answer. Bakit four, three sets of 14 generations, yung di ba? Di ba may 14 generations, from Abraham to David and then the exile, David to the exile, exile to Jesus. Sakto 14, 14, 14. Can I say no? Matthew, hindi dahil masama siyang tao, tinanggal niya ibang tao. He, <laughs> sinadya niya yun because he has a, an important purpose to say this. Are you ready? He was proclaiming theology. He was proclaiming God's rule. You see, in Hebrew, David is not spelled as D-A-V-I-D. That's, that's how you spell David. Agree? Can you spell David, kids? D-A-V-I-D. The Hebrew spelling of David is this. Capital D, 
They say this capital D, capital W, capital D. Bakit? In Hebrew, there is no such thing as a vowel. Lahat consonant lang. Para tayo nag-English lesson. So, DWD yung spelling ng David. And the, every letter in Hebrew language has a numerical value. Okay? Numerical value and DWD. What does that mean? Ask me a big what? Ask me a big what? Ask me a big what? Each letter had a numerical value of, are you ready? 14. So, this was all intentional to tell the Jews that Jesus is the new king, the new David that they've been all waiting for that will free them from oppression, hurt, and struggle. So, this was Matthew telling each one, no, Jesus is the king. And I'm telling you to make Jesus the king of your life. Make Jesus the king of your finances. Make Jesus the king of your career. Make Jesus the king of your relationships. Make Jesus the king of your worries. Make Jesus the king of your faith. If God blessed you before, He will bless you again. Do I hear an amen? So that's the first thing. Galing, no? So everything that Matthew did was intentional to proclaim who Jesus is. Because for the Jews, genealogies were very important. Alam mo yung, kunyari, pag nakita ng mga Kerygma conference, there were 20,000 people. When people saw my son, what did they say? Uy, si Gray, anak ni Brother J. Paul. Tayong Pinoy, very important yan, di ba? Pag nagpakilala, ako po si ganito, anak po ni ganyan, anak po ni ganyan. Yung, yung, you know, my mom now, dati nung bata ako, when I go to parties, sabi ng nan, I would introduce myself, hi, I'm J. Paul, uh, son of Jerry and Colette. But now in the feast, my parents introduce themselves as, you know, kami po yung magulang ni J. Paul at ni John. Nag- umikot na. Why? Because it's very important yung relationship. Agree? Diba, anong uso sa atin? Pag nagagalit, nangyari, pinigilang ka nung guard, di ka makapasok. Ba't di mo pinapapasok? Hindi mo ba ako kilala? Hindi po eh. Diba? May ganun tayo eh. We, like, may mga kaibigan ba kayo na pag nagkakwentuhan lang kayo, grabe yung name drop, ay, oo nga, ganyan-ganyan, o pare, kaibigan ko nga si ganito, at alam mo ba, ganito, ganyan. We, we like name dropping, yes? Because we want to be affiliated with someone bigger. And this genealogy was a declaration that no matter how important that name was in the Bible, it was important to God. Tingnan mo yung katabi mo. Importante yan sa Diyos. Is siya importante ba sa'yo? Not sure. So the second question that we want to answer is this. What's common about the women? First thing, during Jesus' time, women were not important. So, men, especially the priests, sila pinahamataas. Okay? The donkey, the next important thing. Goat. Bakit? Sila pagkakakitaan. 
So ito yung animal na yun, ang women, a little bit higher lang. I'm not saying that's now, but that's how their culture saw women. So women were unimportant. So the fact that the Bible was putting five women in the gospel is very important. And four of the five women, Tamar, Rahab. Tamar, you know what did she do? She slept with her father-in-law. Rahab was a prostitute. Uh, but Sheba, diba, nakipagkabit kay King David. So four women, and the other one, and they were all, guess what? They were all non-Jews. During that time, ang feeling yung mga Hudyo, malini sila, pure lying. Alam mo yung sa Game of Thrones, yung Targaryens, sila yun. Yun yung feeling nila, sino sila. And everyone else were dirty blood. But the four women had dirty blood and they married to clean blood. Ano si Jesus Christ? Askal. That's who Jesus was. And he was telling, huh? Askal? Yung anak ng Diyos? Halo? Madumi? What am I saying? prepared a room for you in his house. If you have a place in God's kingdom, you'll hear him knocking. Let me explain a different way. One of my big blessings in life are my in-laws. And because my in-laws know, so blocks kumain, especially when I'm happy and when I'm stressed. So basically, laging ako malakas kumain. <laughs> so, so, so because my mom, my, my wife, and my mother-in-law always talk on the phone every day, so my mother-in-law knows when I'm stressed. So, dahil pag alam na stressed ako, she would cook, you know, food to, para mawala yung stress, the stress eating favorite food ko pa. So, tumataba talaga ako. So, basically, number one, alam nila, pagka pagod talaga, bad trip ako, I, my, mom, my mother-in-law would cook me lasagna. Alam mo yung lasagna na, Alam mo yung al dente yung, yung, yung pasta. Tapos yung karne, hindi tinipid. Tapos yung, alam mo yung pagkinagat mo, yung oil ng beef, dahil matagal niluto, lumalabas talaga. Tapos makalat, tapos yung cheese, tamang-tama lang, yung tipong all over. Yung talagang pag sinandok mo siya, medyo dahan-dahan siya kasi baka maghiwa-hiwala yung lasagna. Pero, alam mo the best, seriously, for me, I've tasted all the drinks pinaka the best kasama ng lasagna, Coke. Alam mo yung Coke na talagang hindi inkan, yung binuksan mo talagang, sobrang sarap nun eh. And why am I sharing this? Because my in-laws, hindi nila ako anak, like by blood. But they have accepted me totally, fully, and completely. It's like they treat me as their own child. And why am I sharing this to you? Because that's how Jesus welcomes us. We're all, we all belong in His house. See, Jesus, when He welcomes you, you have a place in the table. You can eat no, how much lasagna you want, 
pwede mo palagyan ng sisig, pwede mo palagyan ng pasta, alam mo, pwede mo palagyan ng pizza, pwede mo palagyan ng maraming coke, tas you end with tiramisu. ba? Diba? Tapos, pagkain mo ng tiramisu, alam mo yung homemade gelato na avocado, tsaka vanilla, pinagsama mo sa bowl. So, yung, alam mo yung pinakain mo, diba? So, medyo nagme-melt. Alam mo yung naghahalo yung avocado tsaka vanilla, tas yun yung sinandok mo, nilagay mo sa bibig mo. So, medyo nako-confuse ka, pero masarap. Ah, God is good. You know what? I'm saying that to you because you're part of God's family. That you belong to Jesus. That God's home and your home. Can I ask for a favor? Ask me what? If tagalit ka, you made a mistake, you've sinned, you've fell down, instead of running away from Jesus, that's when you're most welcome. Do I hear an amen? When you're broken, when you're hurting, that's when you're most welcome in the house of God. Amen? Marami kayo sa atin, pag okay ang buhay, part ng peace, reserve, pero pag may nangyayaring masama, tumatakbo pala yun. Hindi The more you sin, the more you must run home here. Do I hear an amen? Tell the person beside you, you are part of God's story. Aside from the feast, you know, I was asked to lead a, a prayer meeting. It's called Power Mornings, Ortigas. So it's basically uh, a gathering for non you know, as successful executives and entrepreneurs who are not yet part of the feast. And the other ones who were leading it was before me, Brother Vic, our district builder, very successful in his corporate career. And then in Makati, the district builder, um, Randy, leads it. He's in his 40s, 50s. And in Alabang, who leads their Power Mornings, Brother Arun. So when I was assigned to lead Power Mornings, sobrang ninenerbyos. Tapos pag-assign sa akin, alam nyo nangyari, sabi sa akin, ano, Lahat ng servants, hindi na makapag-serve. Hindi pala sila serve. Kasi may, because of something in the work, hindi sila makapag-serve. And then, sabi ko, sige, okay lang. And you know what happened? Isa pang dagdag, surprise. Sabi niyo sa akin, ano? Kung saan kami nag-gather, Cafe 1771 in El Pueblo, in Ortigas, Center of Ortigas, you know what they told me? Sir, magsasarado na po kami. <laughs> Wala kang servants, Wala kang lugar. And sabi ko, Lord, ano ba naman to? Talagang it really like, really breaking my heart. And I, I, I ran to Arun, I ran to Randy. And I was like, alam mo yung naglalabas ka lang sa mga ano ba naman itong buhay na to? Parang ganyan. And I was really afraid because people were successful and all of that. I'm young. Has that happened to you? Do you feel that you're not enough? That you're not good enough? That, that you're just doomed to fail? I was feeling it at that moment. You all stand up. I'm gonna close this. So at that moment, I was very insecure. I was stressed. 
sobrang mahal because we know where we're moving. Ask me where? Crown Plaza. <laughs> mahal na kayo restaurant. Lilipat pa tayong hotel. Wala pa tayong kaserban-serban. Tapos lahat ng mga attendees doon, followers ni Brother Vic, ano mang gagawin ko? I was really, 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 really stressed. So I went to my leaders and asked for their advice. I was like ranting. And you know what, both are ruined. And doon lang po sa batang dalawa to. Pareho sinabi nila sa akin. Gusto niya pong malaman. They told me, with a very straight face, no tenderness, they told me, it's not about you. Let me repeat. It's not about you. In the corporate setting, medyo nakaka-heartbreak yun. Yes? But you know what? That line freed me. That line opened the door. Because you know what? It's not about me. It's about that God in heaven. It's never about me about Jesus, His love, His grace, His blessing, His goodness. I just said to God, Lord, I surrender. This is your kingdom. This is your prayer meeting. Kaya na pong bahala. And, and you know what happened? Ask me what? Sumahalang plate sa Crown Plaza. And everyone, you know what happened? People come up to me and say, J. Paul, can I, sponsor, can I sponsor one children? Sige po. Can I sponsor one children? And you know what? The cash that we are gathering in that power mornings is, is really growing to bless a lot of things in the ministry. And not only that, new people are coming in. And you know, that success, it's not about me. That growth, that expansion, it's not about me. everything in life, I'm encouraging you to make it all about God. To make it about Jesus. Make Him the King of your life. Very simple. Surrender to God. Surrender all your worries, all your pains, all your hurts, all your wounds. You know, Christmas is coming, 25 is coming. Meron ka pa bang pinangahawakan? Meron ka bang hindi malet go? Meron ka bang worry, may anxiety ka ba, may fear? I'm asking you as we worship, as Paul leads you to worship, can you just bring it to the foot of the cross? Yes? And let God deal with your life. Do I hear an amen? Let's give God a big clap offering. So every time you feel that I'm not enough, when every time you're going to say this, I'm not enough, I'm not good enough, I'm going to fail. You know what God says? You're more than enough. Every time you're telling yourself, I'm ugly, God says, you're beautiful. Every time that you're telling yourself, I'm fat, I'm old, what is God telling you? You look like new. 
Every time that you feel miserable, God says, you're awesome. Every time that you have been experiencing a, a train wreck of failures and mistakes of, of just stressful seasons, God is telling you, your miracle is coming. You're highly favored, that you're wonderful, that your blessing is coming, that there is nothing in this earth that can destroy you because God knows you by name and He will lift you up and God will bless you and God will just love you and God will give you your breakthrough. Do I hear an amen? Say it with me. My breakthrough is coming. Amen. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, I invite you to close your eyes. I invite you to be in a state of worship. I invite you to make it personal, even though we're one family here, to connect to Jesus Christ and be aware of this moment to break down the walls of shame of sin that this be the day that we restart that new step towards Jesus Christ I invite you to surrender at this very moment And be aware of the love that He has given us. That He died for us, each and every one of us. And to be thankful of that love.
dreams, Father, and we declare that you're not done, that your miracle is coming, that you're opening the doors, you're opening the gates, that I am surrounded by your blessings, your miracles are chasing after me, goodness and mercy and joyful things are happening in my life, and I declare, Father, you're not done and I'm 